Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Swapping Horror Stories. I hate myself. Um, I haven't recorded in a while, so I'm being weird. But today I have two guests on, and they're repeat guests. Um, one of you say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you recognize the laugh at Cheyenne? <laughs> Do you recognize me by my, my telltale cackle? If I were a bird, that would be my bird call. Oh, I love that. And then we have another laugher in the episode today. This is a mess. Uh, Caleb, hi. Hey, hello. Pe- people up? keep asking for you to not be in any episodes anymore, but I just don't listen and I don't know why. I'm lying. Oh, as, a, as a fan of the show, I will tell you. <laughs> She hates your episodes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly Skip. yes. I'm yep, just bringing all of the shade you. today. I know. All of the sass. I know. Tell them what you said right before we hit record about Pride Month. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to start this episode with just a hearty um, hello to my girls, gays, and theys. And I oh. was like, is this going to come out? In June, should I say Happy Pride Month to all my friends, or is this going to come out in September? So um, (laughs) if it's still June, I'm going to holler into the rainbow abyss and say Happy Pride. Um, If it's September, I loved you. I loved you then, and I love you now. So I was going to make a bad joke. (laughs) I was going to say if it's in September, I don't care anymore. Right. Um, I do. <laughs> it's a bad joke. Um, how are you guys? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm I'm great. I'm great. I I yeah, I'm good. Boy, uh, did we talk about what movie we picked to watch? No, I love how you're just straight to business. I'm business. You don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah. Let- you want in and out. You can't. You're on a I have schedule. three more podcasts today. Oh. He doesn't. <laughs> um, no. How about you tell us what we watched? Oh, okay. Uh, we watched the feel-good hit of the summer, uh, Steel Magnolias. Um, is it summer? Is it officially summer? By the way, it's fucking hot. I know that. Oh, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not. The yeah. first day of summer is the 21st of June. Wait, but I, I thought don't... summer was like the last week of May. No. Is it really? I have a desk calendar that is telling me the first day of summer is June 21st. <laughs> okay, Aristotle. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> When oh you're out God. of school, it's... though, everything just blends together. It all just feels like oh. sometimes you go to work and it's hot, and sometimes you go to work and it's cold. And that's kind of how, like, I judge the seasons now. I don't know. I am still going by the school calendar, even though I'm 30. So I'm like, May, it's summer break. <laughs> I'm right. free to do whatever I want, even though I work 40 hours a week. Um. I don't know why. Like the the year begins in August for me. It never begins in January. <laughs> Caleb is looking at me like I <laughs> am it's disturbed. So <laughs> I don't know why. I've just always been that way. I feel like people say Sorry. time is a construct, but like the calendar is not. You know? Um 
No, okay. it is a social construct. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would always tell people that at work, like in the morning when I would open, I would take lunch at 1030 and I would eat just like regular lunch food. And people would be like, why are you eating that? It's 1030 in the morning. And I would just say time is a social construct. Also, I've been up since four. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I eat ice cream for breakfast sometimes. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Who is going to stop me? Who is going to stop me? And my husband says that to me all the time. He's like, you can't eat ice cream for breakfast. And I'm like, what is the difference if I'm going to eat it now or if I'm going to eat it five hours from now? Your stomach doesn't know. Right. Just your brain does. And who cares about that? That's the only nutritional supplement you need is ice cream. I'm a two eggs kind of guy. So... (laughs) (laughs) How? <laughs> oh, I like my eggs over. Oh, I fucking love over easy eggs. So here's my breakfast. <laughs> Buckle up. Um, so like, I love fucking love breakfast. Um, like there, if there was a van that went around and you wanted to kidnap me to get me off of these shows, um, just say, hey, I got a great Benedict in here, and I'm fucking all yours. Um, but. Uh, so like <laughs> breakfast. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I love hash browns. Fucking love hash browns. Oh, and yes. um, so yeah. And uh, I I don't know how I feel about the meats in the morning. Um, I like oh, talk about how you cook your bacon. <laughs> Oh, so Lauren changed my life. I remind Lauren (laughs) every three months that she's changed my life. So the way I make my bacon is I bake it. And I know you're like, oh, it's in the title. And it's like, but it's such a game changer because you don't have to sit there and keep doing Mm -hmm. it and you can get it as crisp as you want. Yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> no one is as passionate about it it's, as Caleb is. It's great. It's great. We just it's we great. put uh my husband makes this like maple syrup whiskey like concoction okay. thing that we like uh drizzle over the bacon and then bake it so it gets like caramelized in the oven. It's very good. Okay. Do you do you ever order dippy eggs? Or like those sound super fucking dope. What Never is had this? Oh, maybe this is a Pennsylvania thing. Dippy eggs are just like over easy eggs, but like, oh. but like where I'm from, I guess we call it dippy. So we went to a restaurant one time, and my friend was like, "Can we get dippy eggs?" And the waitress looked at us like we had a stroke, and she was like, <laughs> "What?" And we were just like, "Oh, over easy." And she's like, "Oh yeah, we can do that." So I guess dippy is a Pennsylvania thing. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were talking about the eggs that are like uh, soft boiled. Uh, so we watched Steel Magnolias today, but I thought you were talking about the uh, uh, soft-boiled eggs that, that I think they're called like soldiers or something that you would hit. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. And break them. Um, yeah. I didn't know I'm not you that were. deep into eggs. Oh, I'm breakfast culture. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I just like a good, I just like a good dippy every now and then. Um, I feel like dippy eggs could be Easter eggs. Which brings us back to oh. the movie we watched. <laughs> oh. It's funny too, Caleb, that this was the first time you saw it because I had my friend from work come over. Um, shout out to Andy. She listens oh my God. to this. She thinks I'm hilarious. Hi, Andy. So, oh. 
Um, so I had her come over because she's never seen this either. And okay. we, she watched it completely. Bl- and I've seen this yeah. a thousand times. Like I used to watch it all the time when I was younger. And so she'd never seen it. And it was just fun to watch her go through like the gamut of emotions that this movie puts you through, even though there's like not really a plot. Yeah. It's just people living life. Agree. Agree. And yeah. I love it. It a hundred percent is. It doesn't have any like central storyline. I feel Agreed. like there's it's no just a story about I friendship. I guess there's not really even like a positive outcome. And life goes on. Yeah. Lauren, did you want to break this down or can I go in on somebody? Uh, well, hold on. Let me start with it released in 1989, um, the same year that Taylor Swift was born, our Lord and Savior. Um, it, <laughs> I, I uh, serve at the Church of Harry Styles, but I'm, I'm on board with that. Um, I respect them all. Yeah. They're both good churches to be a part of. Um, and the cast is amazing. We have Shirley MacLaine, Olympia, I cannot say your last name. Du- can you? Dukakis. Dukakis. Sally Field. Dukakis. Julia Roberts, Dolly Parton, uh, Daryl Hannah, if that's how you say it. T- mm-hmm. Tom Skerritt, is that how you say that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yep. Um, and Sam Shepard, Dylan McDermott. And I wanted to bring up a Mr. Kevin J. O'Connor who we know from the mummy. Oh, do we? We do. He's Benny. Um, announced no boyfriend shit. is Benny. Yeah. What? And that's why you. I chose Shia. Oh my god! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I forgot this is an audio format. We could lower ah! <laughs> a more muted. Screen. Literally, when he when he came up on the. Oh my god, I'm gonna shit my pants. When he came up on the screen, I was like, this man looks like he belongs in Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was yeah. terrifying. Yeah. He also is in No way. What is it? 11 22 64 or whatever that show is, is the yellow card man. Um so can I just kind of mention how do it like the internal struggle I had throughout the movie. Yeah. So I looked it up really quick and like I saw the cover for the movie and I was like, okay, great. And I know people listening to this right now won't be able to see this, but this is how they spelled Dolly Parton's name. And so it's spelled Dolly Parton. <laughs> so the entire fucking movie, I was like, I don't know, man. That looks like Dolly fucking Parton. That could be Jolene. So but to it's find out it is <laughs> So yeah, I had. They spelled, uh, <laughs> spelled Daryl Hannah's name wrong too. Really? Yes, on the movie poster. Yeah, they spelled her name wrong too. Wow. How did they? They had fifteen million dollars to make this movie, and they couldn't even make a good poster. And that was a lot. For it's the Dolly 80s. Parton. She's a national treasure. Yes, she was only like in her forties when she made this. Same as Sally Field. She looks wonderful in this movie. She, she is does. such a babe. She really is. Um, I'm gonna read. I don't know. I feel like I was going to read the. uh, I'll just read what's on IMDb (laughs) for you guys. It's short. Sorry. Pivoting around the lively, truly Joan. Wait, fuck. (laughs) You don't know how to read. (laughs) Pivoting around the lively, truly 
Jones's Louisiana Beauty Parlor, a tightly knit band of friends confront griefs, loss, life's unforeseen tragedies, and heartaches with what they do best, gossiping and sharing. The spirited diabetic and bride-to-be Shelby, her always supportive mother, Malin, Truvy's gawky assistant, Anel, the city's curmudgeon, Weezer, and the town's former first lady, Clary, are the warm southern bells who know how to survive life's challenges with their unwavering friendship. But when Shelby decides to conceive, things will turn upside down. This is just written by a random person. Um, but I wanted to start this episode with which character do you identify with the most? Cheyenne, you go first. <laughs> you know, and I just told Andy this yesterday when we were talking about the movie. I was like, when you watch it, or I did not appreciate it enough when I was younger, of course. They're like, are, it's an adult movie for sure. But I was like, oh, Shelby is so pretty. Like, I always wanted to be a Shelby and I grew up to be a Weezer. No, you're a Clary. No, the whole like when she's like, get out of my face. I've been in a bad mood for 40 years. I don't like anybody. Like, that's me. I really like that too. <laughs> Always a Weezer, never a Shelby. That's what I've been saying. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so hard to pick an episode name this time because I feel like you guys are already giving a lot of good ones. So, okay. Caleb, can you top that? <laughs> I can't. I, I fucking loved Weezer. I think Weezer really stole the show. Um, and I aspire to be a Weezer. Oh. <laughs> but who Fuck do you yeah, identify <laughs> Who do you identify as though? Um Are you a Shelby? If I'm anybody, I'm a Malin. Okay. That's a good one to Just be. Make an eggs. She had the most egg time, so <laughs> <laughs> she did crack too <laughs> yes um i wanted to share a story about uh weezer though i am dying hold on really quick i'm very flummy for some reason um i literally never have any phlegm until the second i sit down to record and then it's like time to cough um <laughs> But one time, my sister and my dad, uh, they were watching this movie, and it's in the beginning when Weezer shows up with Rhett, her dog, and he's, like, yanking her along. And my sister just went, oh, that's Lauren and Noodle, because at the time, Noodle was horrible on the leash, and she just would yank me. And my dad started laughing so hard that he couldn't breathe. And (laughs) so I deeply relate to her for that reason. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I guess I'm her or Clary. I would like to be a Clary. Um, okay. I feel like I wrote a lot of notes just quoting all of my favorite things. Yes. (laughs) There are so many good one-liners in this. Um, do you guys have any that you want to mention or talk about? The whole, literally the whole movie was just a series of good one-liners, I feel. Especially, I really loved the um, part where they're, I think it's closer towards the end of the movie, where they're in the beauty shop, of course, and Weezer's getting her mustache waxed, like, can relate. (laughs) And she was like, oh, I... 
um, she said something about how she's getting better at being nice. And she's like, I saw Drum eating at the Piggly Wiggly. And I smiled at the son of a bitch before I could help myself. I was like, yes. I laugh every time. I at love that. that. Or when uh, it is like at the very end of the Easter egg hunt where Drum is like antagonizing her. And she's like, eat shit and die. Yes. I'm like, yes. That is my favorite saying. And I'm going to do a callback. I think it was actually y'all's episode that you did, like the first episode yeah. ever. <laughs> Eat shit and live. Yeah. From I love camp. that. <laughs> yes. I say that all the time. Nobody ever gets it, but I think it's hilarious. I so I'm going to keep saying up it. ordering a sticker that says that off of Etsy, Eat Shit and Live. It's on my water bottle. It's so great because of that episode. I need one. I'll send you the link. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> Do you have any that you've really loved that stuck with you? Uh, a lot of good ones. I'm sorry. Uh, when <laughs> Dolly, <laughs> when Dolly Pardon uh, said, <laughs> "Melt my butter," I was like, "That's a good one. I'm oh. gonna use that sometime." Yeah, I could see you liking that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really love again. Weezer is an icon. When she is talking about Drum, who is Malin's husband, and she says, uh, he's a real gentleman. I'm sure he takes the dishes out of the sink before he pees in it. Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorites. And then this one is always quoted, but men are the most horrible creatures. They will ruin your life. In the last two years, mm -hmm. I've quoted that one a lot. It's like my internal yes. monologue. Um, <laughs> but it's just great. I really love all of them. Um Let's see. Oh, one thing. Okay, hold on. Let me back up. Caleb, how did you feel about the movie? Because we haven't talked about that since you've never seen it. Did you watch the whole thing? I felt so. <laughs> I did. Finally. Oh, I was so excited, too. <laughs> because I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I watched this whole fucking movie. And then I was like, watch. We weren't supposed to watch Steel Magnolias. It was supposed to be like Steel Panther <laughs> or some shit. And so I'm like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, but I did. It was, I think Cheyenne said it really well. Nothing happens, really. Um, but, well, something happens. You uh, could spoil it. It's from the 80s. It's so old. <laughs> <laughs> In case anybody hasn't seen it yet. Um so yeah, uh, Dolly Parton ends up getting a second shop location. And, uh... <laughs> that's that's a big plot point. <laughs> she becomes a chain. Will she sell out? She... We'll never know. Oh, yes, she was like, "I'm a chain." Yes. <laughs> She's so sweet. If so, if I say what happens, I have to bring up. I'm just gonna do it. Okay. So okay, Julie Roberts, the character dies shelby. julia roberts still alive i think she shelby is. yes mm -hmm. and then at the funeral anel goes up to Malin and oh, is like hey yeah. just while you and i was like fucking take half a second and read the room because jesus christ don't go in there and say you know how i feel about this much better because she's watching over me she is watching <laughs> over me right now i was like get out of here. I know. When she first starts in on her thing, um, I looked at Weezer's face and she like was giving her side eye because I've never really paid attention to anyone else in the scene before. And it's like, oh my God, holy shit. Um, I always notice new things in this movie every time I watch it. But yeah, that, I don't know. 
Anel really is my least favorite character. Um, she has such a strange, like, she's like the only person in the movie that has a character arc. Yeah. Shelby dies. That's not <laughs> like a personality change. She just dies. <laughs> but everybody else is the same. Yeah. Anel is like, she comes in, she's super, <laughs> her first problem is that she married somebody. What was his name? Bunky Dupuis. Something like that's like her first that. problem. <laughs> is that she married a man with the last name Dupuis. Dupuis. Um, and then she gets with Sammy and then turns into like. Um, she's really into church. She looks like. Oh, wait, yeah. you know what? First, it, she, it, she not... just is so Yeah, weird. she gets, like, super glam 80s, bigger hair, um, very shiny outfits. She literally screams when her contact falls out, which, like, I would just leave it at that point. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> okay. She basically is like Sandy from Greece. Ooh, yes. Like, she has that kind of up and down arc, but for absolutely no yeah. purpose whatsoever. She is the youngest person, I think, in – well, youngest character in the movie, I think. Because they made a comment where it's like, she can't be older than 18. Although, back in the 80s, I feel like everyone looked 10 years older than what they were, besides maybe Julia Roberts in this movie. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. She was 21 when she made this. Which I was shocked. Really? Yes. Um, she's in the prime of her career. Yes. Uh, this was a time to be alive. Um, <laughs> but Caleb, did you cry? Uh, I almost did. Um, <laughs> I, did, I did not, but I almost did. I teared up, I think, a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, when? I would have liked to have cried. I would love to feel something sometime, but <laughs> um, the when they pulled the plug, uh, not that I have like pulled the plug ever, uh, and I'm sorry if somebody has and they're listening to this and now they're driving in their car and crying. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, what was the other one? There was one other time that I can't remember. But yeah, those were the two times. Well, you just 1. listed 5. one. Time. I didn't give a second. <laughs> Gaslighting. Uh, can I ask a question? Though? No. Anyway, okay. yes, you can. Does anyone else feel like Jackson was not a very available husband? Because I felt like he could have been around more. I don't know because I kind of feel like it's more based on the friendships and not so. And even then, like, I don't think Shelby was even that much of a friendship, if that makes sense. That's my thought on it. But Cheyenne, what do you think? It was, no, and I, this is very funny because I remember thinking that specifically after I watched it too. Like, Jackson didn't really have anything to do with any of it almost. But I do, and one of the things I picked up on watching it now as an adult is that Shelby told her Like, I think having a baby or told her mom, I think having a baby will be really good for us and we'll fix some things. So it made it seem like she and Jackson were fighting about it. And he was like pressuring her to have a baby, um, (laughs) which I think is shitty. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. But when she said that and her mom was like, oh, I see. So, and he, she was like, does he listen to the doctors yeah. when they tell you things? Does he listen when they tell you that you shouldn't do these things? Which is 
sad. It is. I also have to bring up, I hate how often they were talking about buying a child. Yeah. <laughs> I know! They were like, we'll just buy one. We'll buy one. I'm like, where? Yeah, and that, I feel like that. At the Piggly Wiggly? Do they just have babies on the shelf? I know. And I, I don't know how to like verbalize this, but I felt like it was very insensitive to children who like don't have homes or like stable families or stuff like that where it's like you could just buy one like a product i'm sorry like and it sounds illegal (laughs) the way that they were saying it like they even said they looked into it or something the second time that they brought it up and i was like what the fuck is Mm. this (laughs) um yeah it was it really was um Okay, let me see. I'm going through my notes. I really just put a lot of quotes in here, to be honest. Oh, one thing, too, that I did not, that I think I have more respect for now as someone who works in the medical field. I worked in the hospital during COVID, so we did have a lot of patients, you know, on vents and things like that. I think one of the things that I thought was most beautiful about the film was the way Malin cares for Shelby while yeah. she's like in the hospital and everything. Like when you see her in there and she's doing the physical therapy exercises and she's reading to her and she's doing all those things. And then right after, and she stays with her right until the end, like right when the machines get turned off and everything like that. And then she comes out to the waiting room and is automatically in like, planning mode where you need to call this funeral home because it's the best and you need to get her pink suit this one specifically this is the one she wants where's her son it was just so beautiful yeah to see that and when she was at the the funeral and she was like i got to be there when she came into the world and i got to be there when she left that that had i did not cry but that almost got me it was so beautiful it really is i think the relationship between malin and shelby is just really great and i think it I don't know. They just did so great together, even in that scene. But I wanted to bring up, too, in that same scene where she says, like, I find it amusing. Men are supposed to be made of made out of steel or something. But, like, Drum left, Jackson left, and I stayed there. And I was like, oh. I know. Especially in, like, you know late 80s early 90s in the south the women really were like the matriarch of the family and they did everything and handled everything and i don't know it was just and everybody has their own way of dealing with grief differently but i just thought it was beautiful it was something i didn't appreciate when i watched it when i was younger yeah i i agree i think like i didn't really appreciate a lot of the movie until the last like three years i've watched this a lot that's why i didn't cry (laughs) Um, it's one of my all-time favorite movies, but, uh, it, I did Google what does steel magnolia mean, um, and it means a woman who exemplifies both traditional femininity, I can never say that word, and an uncommon fortitude, so it is, like, being strong but feminine, so you hit the nail on the head, Cheyenne, end of episode. Thanks for showing up, Caleb. (laughs) Not a problem. <laughs> Pitching in where I can. Um, how do you feel about that? As a man, I don't know why I'm laughing, but it felt very like I'm running um, like a panel. <laughs> but 
as the only male in yes. this group, tell us how you feel about women. Yes. As as the representative for <laughs> men. Uh, but, so, so the question is, how do I feel about magnolias as... No. Um, no <laughs> as steel. I thought you really were asking that. But like when she... I guess mostly everything she says at the funeral, I think, focuses a lot on womanhood um, between like men are supposed to be made out of steel and then how lucky she is as a woman because she was there when our daughter drifted in and when she drifted out. (laughs) I think I think there's a couple things because I, I think gender norms are completely stupid and completely skewed and it just completely falsified uh you know you you look at most families and who keeps those families running you know emotionally uh financially uh you know with my mother my mother was a single parent (laughs) this is gonna turn into (laughs) hey caleb opens up today i know wow Um, it just took this (laughs) movie from the 80s So my mother was a single parent uh, and my father was not around. uh, So she supported three children um, on her own. So she was working two or three jobs and she was, you know, anytime she had available, she was sleeping. So, you know, there's always this, this idea, this very archaic and incorrect idea that, you know, men are the breadwinners when, you know, you look at any sort of, and this dives into the political a little bit, but you look at any sort of civilized society that has really made gains, it's putting women in power. And that's genuinely what you need to do is, you know, um, they are forced to be so much more than they get credit for. Um, and this is not me pandering, but like, it's just, (laughs) It's it, it's impressive. And yeah, like, you know, of course, men are, are taught to not feel emotions, which I can nail the head, the nail on the head on that one. I'm sorry. I know. I'm, I didn't mean to put you on the spot like it was a panel. I'm like, let's have fun. Um, but 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 it genuinely i mean to to try and put it succinctly is i agree with it you know there's there's so little credit given to women for all that they do and yes i know men do things like exist um but like (laughs) i think when we get into when we as men get into the whole thing of like well yeah i go out and i you know and i do this and i do x y and z it really you're you're being given an opportunity to listen and if you are instead turning it into an opportunity to talk about how you feel like you're not getting recognized you should seek therapy because obviously there's some things you need to work out i like that sorry to put you on the spot (laughs) no i love that and i love to all the women in this like i didn't realize it you know kind of until you just brought it up but all of the women in this are like heads of their own household almost yeah like truvy is the only one working her like her spud isn't working he's being a literal a literal potato he's being a spud um clarie her husband was the one that was the mayor and they were still like we're so proud of her for being the mayor's wife um and then weezer said she's so rich and that's the only reason why people are nice to her i'm like okay get it i get it um 
But everybody in this is, and even Malin, I think she's like a therapist or like a psychologist or something. So everyone in this is kind of doing big things and still, you know, dealing with all of their um, issues and trauma at home, but also being good friends to one another, which, you know, I know is like the central theme of the movie is just being a good friend. But I don't know. I didn't, saying it again, I really didn't appreciate it when I watched it when I was younger. It was actually a beautiful movie. It really is great. I, since you brought up Spud, I wanted to bring him up too, because I felt like he annoyed me more this time watching because I used to always feel really bad for him because he is like a potato. He doesn't do anything. He seems depressed because he can't get work, but it's also very dismissive of him. Like he doesn't take interest in Truby's life. He doesn't really go to any events. Even when she's talking to him, it's like he doesn't really hear her because she makes a comment about, mm-hmm. like, um, Shelby and Malin, they do, like, a kidney thing. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And he... <laughs> a swap, if you yes, will. <laughs> just one of them <laughs> goes away, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she was talking about, like, how much the family cares about each other and she wishes, like, someone, like, expressed that to her. And he doesn't say anything. He just asks her to hand him a wrench. So I feel like even when he gets her that second salon, it is so bare minimum where it's like, okay, cool. You gave her another thing that she has to do for the household. And I don't really feel like he emotionally supported her. Even like before the funeral, he was like, I don't know what I would do if something like that happened to me. And he made it about himself and I really hated it. And it, and he, I really thought he was going to say, like, I love yes. you. I love you so much. Like, he was so close to spitting yeah. it out and then was just like, what's this wax yes. for? I'm it like, made me so mad. But she was happy that he said it because that was the breadcrumb that she needed from him. And it just made me feel really sad for her because Truby is a really great person. I just love her. I mean, he better open his eyes because Dolly Parton <laughs> is literally a Nash. She's America's sweetheart. She is. She is. And she looked wonder. I mean, she looks wonderful now, but she looks wonderful in that film. I hope he's sweeping the floors at that second salon because he needs to be doing something to contribute. Uh, how are they going to afford this? Because he like, I just don't understand unless he's doing the oil rig thing. Because that was like his new job at the end of the movie or whatever. Yeah. But still like, okay, cool. You gave her another job. Can we also talk about the outfits yes in the because i have never wanted to wear a wardrobe more in my life every woman in this i would wear their clothes their crazy print dresses the little pink skirt suit that I shelby know. wears when she's done getting done. married oh adorable i know <laughs> when she's completed her <laughs> wedding <laughs> end scene um no i agree everyone looks so great i really love all of shelby's outfits i love um weezer's outfits too i think everyone especially her like little gardening outfit i love it yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love the clothes love 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 the clothes i love the scene at the wedding where the um Yes. When they when she was like, it looks like two pigs yeah. fighting in a blanket. I was like, ooh. And that was the same lady that got hit in the head with a baseball at the beginning. She was like, it was fantastic. We watched her get hit in the head. Oh. Do you remember no. that part? 
where Clarice getting out of her car and she's like, I was just oh, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. dedication for the children's park and we watched Miss Marmillion or whoever get hit in the head with the baseball. It was fantastic. Oh my God, I love that. I love Clary. I think she's so fun. Um, how do you feel about Shelby's haircut? Because <laughs> I didn't like it. She looked like an alien. Yes. It made she looked it made her head look so big. It did. Caleb's just nodding. I'm gonna assume I'm gonna assume it's because it was a wig. (laughs) And they shoved like all of her hair in to put that like wig on. That's what I'm going to assume because she looked I would never even Dolly Parton, I'd never let her cut my hair like that. I know. When she turned around, I was triggered (laughs) from my bad haircut. (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, she hates it. So, uh, yeah, that was not great. (laughs) I wish she didn't do that to her hair. (laughs) My one complaint about the movie. It's a big thing, too, is that her hair was ruined. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. It was not good. Um, I, oh, hold on. Just kidding. have any other notes on this (laughs) um oh i did have one question for caleb and i guess cheyenne obviously you can answer this too but would you make the recipe that dolly parton is talking about the cup a cup a cup cup god i cannot say it (sighs) i don't know because i heard it and i was like okay yeah cup of flour cup of uh sugar was it and then a cup of fruit cocktail with the juice Cocktail. cocktail With the juice. With the juice. That's right. That's where she lost me. I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. But I guess it would kind of, fuck yeah, let's do it. Okay, we'll do it before the episode comes that. out in September. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll all post our <laughs> recipes. <laughs> I kidding. Um, but you should do it. I did look on TikTok and people have made it. And some people say it's delicious and other people say it's super bland. So I'm interested to see. Um, okay. where we fall with that? Maybe we could do an okay. Instagram live taste test. Live. <laughs> I would make that though. I have a similar peanut butter cookie oh. recipe, which is one cup of peanut butter, one cup of sugar, and one egg. Oh, okay. And you just mix that together, and you make little peanut butter cookies. They're delicious. They're my favorite thing that to make. That sounds good so and it's easy. Kind of similar, I guess. Caleb is such a freak about yeah. cooking. <laughs> I love cooking. So funny. I was going to bring this up because I think it's bullshit, but I never fact checked it. So when Sally Field is cracking the eggs, she's cracking them right on the side of the uh, bowl. And I've heard that you're not supposed to do that because it fucking shoves eggshell into the egg. But that seems so weird. So I don't think it's real. But uh, that's what I've heard. But even when you break it, like say you were one of those nut That's jobs that I'm could just saying. break it with your finger you're still putting yeah. your finger in the or egg even if you do it yeah. on the counter like regardless where is the shell gonna go when you crack it like is it i <laughs> look i'm on your side I... Laura. I'm on your where side. is it gonna go caleb i don't know anything about <laughs> physics i don't think that's the sign i just witnessed computer violence <laughs> that was scary no i get very i'm very passionate about this egg thing that i've never heard about before <laughs> but like where is the shell supposed to go regardless of where you crack it I, I, is it just like if know. you do it on the side of a bowl it goes too far 
I think the idea is I'm not going to look, I'm not going to be roped into defending these people that I disagree with. (laughs) Vamping about it. I'm going to Google it while you talk about it. Because, okay, if you, because I guess there's the perforation, right? That's made and it like shoves shell in there. But if you just do it on the counter and then like fucking just, uh, who's, who's my favorite? Claw it. Some Paul Hollywood, that shit. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What does Google say? Okay. Um, I don't really feel like it gives us an answer, but it says cracking the shell on a sharp edge actually breaks through the shell's thin inner membrane, destroying the safety net that catches broken pieces of shell. I'm laughing because oh. weird this episode is. <laughs> No, but the, okay, that makes sense because I was, and I don't, I'm not like an egg expert. Oh. I'm not like an expert or anything. I'm proud But of you. there is, you know how, like, when you hard boil eggs oh, yeah. and you go oh, to peel them, it has yeah. that, like, thin layer that you take off. Yeah. Ugh, I don't we like never that. called it that again. That was, <laughs> that was too sexual for me, a romance it's reader. Great. That was too much. Okay. In what context Do of not. a romance book would someone say secret skin? <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism for an uncircumcised wiener. And okay. I'm like not Okay, into but it. you will oh. read about like spiders fucking you. <laughs> oh my god, Lauren, I told you that it was on the episode, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Caleb's, I'll read a lot of things. Caleb, I, I don't know. Did you listen to that episode? Expose yourself. I don't remember it if I did. I and I feel like I would have remembered. the room right now. <laughs> it's like a sci-fi. Do you want me to turn off my camera? <laughs> yeah, if you could. We'd like some privacy. <laughs> I feel like I have, and every romance reader has these, but we have like... Things that if they happen or appear in a book, they like we do not like them. So, Secret Skin <laughs> would be one of the yeah. ones. But any book that uses the word uh, digits, like instead of fingers in a sexual oh. context, automatically okay. does not get five stars. That shit enrages oh, me. What else? I Wait, hold on. Can it we unpack this? Does not matter how much I love that book if it says digits in a sexual sense, ain't happening. Can we unpack this really quick? His digits because her secret skin. <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm taking myself out of the chat. <laughs> Thank you all. Good night. <laughs> I just got like two different ideas. Like digits. I'm like, okay, a f- literal child wrote this book, but then at the same time, I'm just like in my head i see this like cartoonized like number one just like bouncing along and <laughs> doing its thing. would you be into that type of romance novel no a schoolhouse Numerology. rock type. <laughs> this is so i i'm not even gonna say it. yes Just i am so before cheyenne made her fucking incredible pun um, and then we started talking about digits. Uh, I was going to say this was an excellent episode, but it's not funny. Anymore, <laughs> it's so just not really cool. I don't know. <laughs> Lauren, cut that bit and replace it after expert. <laughs> no, please, I for Caleb's secret skin part. <laughs> um, 
Okay, what other things don't you like in a romance novel? I feel like we always just talk about romance um, novels when Cheyenne is on. <laughs> but she's fun. I don't it. have I I don't have a lot of things that I dislike okay. because I am a very eclectic romance reader. I love all situations. Um digits just I absolutely cannot do. Um I don't really like uh <laughs> when I'm reading and the the hero like unzips his pants or the heroine unzips his pants and it says his um like member springs yes, I free i do about. not like that it is like picturing a big slinky in your pants and i'm not here for oh. it um <laughs> oh. any time where like the word like Johnson is used or like some other euphemism yeah. for penis. I'm super not into it. Just call it a dick and yeah. move on. I agree. Um, I don't like when they will, <laughs> I feel really weird. <laughs> um, Say like for a woman where it's like, they say folds like her. <laughs> no, no. Cheyenne's shoulders are no. so high up right now. This <laughs> uh, or when they call it like her delicate oh. flower. Can we just call it a vagina and yes. move on? I know. It is weird. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. What a when I finally, of an episode. <laughs> when I finally write my own romance novel, it's going to be so vulgar. Ooh. There will be no springing, no spranging, <laughs> no... Uh, digits involved. I love that. Would you write one? I want Just to write one. It. I want to write my own novel. Let's start so right now. Bad. Yes. Oh, so I'm just mad libs. Yeah. Here's what we're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like oh. so. I I've seen. Uh, oh, did we? I thought start you were going to get I'm into sorry. it. Sure. I'm uh, not good right. at this. Um, <laughs> what if? All right. What if that starts out, right? I don't know. This is so stupid because like anytime a man tries to fucking write a romance novel, it turns into this fucking weird garbage thing of just like, yes, 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 yes. Like Natalie was showing me these TikToks of like her breasts quivered and I'm like, what? Yes. Did you see that? There's one where the guy wrote that um, he wanted to have sex with his wife or girlfriend or whoever, but she was on her period. So she just rescheduled it it for the next week. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. These are men that have never talked to a woman. Yeah. That's crazy. There's a Reddit uh, called Men Writing Women where they put all these examples and I really love it. I mean, I don't go on there often, obviously, but um have you read any written by men i usually this might be a very unpopular opinion but i usually don't read books by men um i don't know why i'm just never drawn to them especially if the main characters I, I really don't read those i don't think i i've ever read a romance i'm gonna written google by it man. <laughs> i'm just here to google things. but i <laughs> no i i just i guess i don't really well romance isn't really like a male genre 
I'd say. Like, romance is usually touted as being written mainly by women, mainly for women. So that's kind of the big appeal yeah. for it. Um, so I don't think there are a lot of men in those spaces. And men typically don't value romance as, like, a complete genre in literature. Um, I was just going to say, oh, my God, did y'all see the the interview that James Patterson just no. did where he said that white male authors experience racism and they can never get work. Stop. James Patterson. Okay. Mr. Fucking five. Who hasn't books. written his own novel in 10 years. Yes. I am speechless. I don't understand. <laughs> We're just quiet. I feel so awkward. <laughs> I, feel, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the, like, I don't, I didn't read the, I didn't read the interview, but I don't. Google it. I don't know how out of touch oh, with reality are you? Um, yeah, he's super out of touch. Um, Caleb, what were you gonna say before we tried to force you to write a romance novel? <laughs> a romance novel? Um, I don't remember. That's okay. Okay. Oh, thank you. We never talked about my favorite scene of the movie. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite scene? Okay. When they're in the locker room. Oh, yeah. That oh. was so funny. <laughs> the way that she's like. When that, when that part. She pulls out the mirror. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> when that part comes up, Andy and I screamed. Like, you know, my typical squawk. We squawked. And then we were like, oh, my God. Is there going to be a wiener? Is oh there going to be a wiener? And we were looking everywhere. But I don't. I didn't see oh one. So. What I love about that scene, too, yeah. is that Clary is doing an interview on the radio that she purchased. Um, the radio station that she mm-hmm. purchased. And she's talking about the color of the football uniforms. And uh, she's uh, Weezer interrupts and she's like, no one cares about that grape shit. And I died. <laughs> I just love her. <laughs> when she was, she was like, is this more of a purple or an aubergine? Yes. And I was like, I oh know. my God. Honestly, I really relate to her because I feel like that would be me. <laughs> those are my two sides just constantly fighting with each other (laughs) um caleb what was your favorite scene did we talk about that did i uh i don't what is it (laughs) tell me um 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 I did think uh, Cheyenne brought up the whole physical therapy thing. Uh, I thought those were some touching moments and, you know, kind of made, I don't know, kind of made you reflect, right? Um, And then, oh, I had a fucking question. This is not my favorite scene, but... Is there, like, such a thing as a groom's cake? Did I fucking miss something? I think that used to be a thing or can be a thing. But I have never seen one. Like, I'm not going to sit here and suggest I'm in fucking their tax bracket. But (laughs) Jesus, that's a little excessive. I think it's a very Southern tradition. Okay. Okay. As someone who lives in La South now, I think that's just a very Southern (laughs) tradition. You're correct. Um. Oh, Cheyenne. Thank you. <laughs> Cheyenne, sorry. Um, Cheyenne is. It says uh, 
It's a tradition originating in Victorian England, but observed more often in the modern age in a hold on, I cannot read in the American South. So I have a question. Yes. Do you think in this day and age a friendship like that would endure? That's a lot of fucking schedules to get on the same thing oh, to even get brunch. I know. So. I haven't seen you in like I don't know how many months, and we live like fifteen <laughs> minutes away from each other. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm busy. I think <laughs> I I think we have really changed like the way friendship is. Wow. I guess you could say like I have a friend that lives down the street that I text more than I Love see. This. Yeah. Um, but I think that has just made it easier to keep friends almost because there's always like a hey you can just pick up and text somebody and it I for me at least like I can text someone who I haven't talked to in six months and it's not weird yeah um so I think we've kind of changed the context around friendships which is kind of beautiful in and of itself but there is something to be said about like the old like friendship styles I guess where people were just like constantly around one another and there weren't cell phones so like you didn't text you just like came by or you know those sorts of things which I also think yes which I also also think is beautiful oh and Lauren I know that you love Queen Latifah did you see that they did a remake? I did. I've never watched it. Uh, so Magnolia's remake. I've never watched it. Should we do another episode watching this one? <laughs> 2.0. Yeah. Yes. I would do it. And I watched I watched the trailer. It's the same exact plot. I figured. Well, it's based on a play. Sa- literally same exact storyline. Everything is oh, exactly the same. I'm interested to see how it is. Because did it come out on Lifetime? Am I making that up? Yes, in 2012. Oh, okay. What a time to be alive. I know. I didn't see it, though. One movie I really want to do an episode for is Bringing Down the House. I really want to do an episode for that movie. Okay. What a niche obsession you have. I really am not, like, that deep in the... Uh, I'm really, like, not that big of a fan of hers to where I'm, like, following all of her works. But me and my sister, well, she'll get mad that I said that because I bought the movie. But I had bought that movie on DVD with a Blockbuster gift card as well as the Lizzie McGuire movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I we used to watch it all the time. And I don't remember a thing about that movie. So I feel like it would be fun to do an episode on it because I, I don't remember a single thing about it other than uh, someone telling – what's his name? Eugene Levy. Um, the no, they were telling Queen Latifah that Eugene Levy had said the cool points are out the window or whatever. <laughs> Caleb's face this whole time. <laughs> you are I still on the that hell I've... out of this. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Can I be a backup for that episode well, we in case do... I'll watch it right well, now? We could do an episode <laughs> <laughs> about it. The thruple nobody wanted. (laughs) That could be an episode name. I'm writing that one down. The other option was secret skin. No! no. I swear to God, No, it wouldn't be an option because I usually try not to pick anything that I say. Um, I try to pick stuff that my guest says 
for that episode title. Oh, fun fact. That's very that's kind. So yes, kind unless of you. like I really can't think of anything that they've said where I'm like, okay, this is like a good short title, then I'll just like make something up or wait a minute. Are you can say it, just say in case they're yeah, not in case funny. they're not funny. I'll say um, but no, sometimes like there's just like a one liner never happens, but like something long that they said is funny. So I shorten it. So I don't know. Hopefully. I'm going <laughs> to vote for this episode to be called Dippy Eggs. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Caleb, what's your vote? Um, Cheyenne, you're not going to like this one. Uh, no. Is that the name? <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> what is it? Um, a secret skull. <laughs> You're going to make me say it, Jesus. Well, you have to say it. It gets worse over time. Well, now every time you crack a hard-boiled egg, you're going to think did, of me. Would it be, like, oh. even worse if it was just, like, whispered? Oh, yeah, whisper. Stop it. Whisper. <laughs> hold on. Hold no. On, hold on. No. Hold on. <laughs> he won't look at you. Well, I won't. Cheyenne's looking at me. Cheyenne, could you I'm look away? Cover no! <laughs> that part of the screen. On the count of three, we'll all. Secret skin. Ew! <laughs> it's like Beetlejuice. Like, that's a cursed if word. You say it three times. It's like has... when you listen. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's skin grows back or something. <laughs> Sorry, that was probably loud. I'm. (laughs) I'm so red right now, but usually uh, I wheeze like that when someone's really funny. So (laughs) that's good for you. Thanks. I did my one Trixie Mattel level squawk. I think this is a good take. <laughs> this is a good take as if we're going to do a second one. <laughs> um, That's showbiz, baby. Oh, I like that. Um, okay, so Caleb, out of five, I don't know, what should we rate this by? Magnolias. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> out of five magnolias what do you give this movie i would give it a four a four why <laughs> relax no i usually give out twos by the way speaking of there was always this ominous tone and as soon as julia roberts uh, had uh, it looked like low blood now, sugar. I looked immediately. <laughs> yeah, I immediately <laughs> looked at Natalie and I said, "She's gonna fucking die." Oh. And ba-boom. Um Forty-five minutes later. <laughs> yep. Called it. Uh, there was all. There was like a very ominous tone until Shelby died, and then it was like, okay, all right, everything's all right now. Yeah, um, a baby slapped and older woman that was amazing (laughs) i usually give out like 2.5s on this show though so like a four that is high what would it have needed for it to get a five for me more of a plot hey the plot was just southern living (laughs) for real (laughs) i obviously do not i've only seen it once so i don't appreciate it as much all right 
It was like Dolly Parton's real life. Yeah. <laughs> Dolly Parton. <laughs> um, did Natalie like it? Has she seen it before? Natalie did not like it. Oh. No! Why? No. I could ask. Is she sitting over there? She's not sitting over there. So Go, I okay. can ask her and text her. Cheyenne is going to give us her review. You don't get to hear it. Go ask her what she thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Where's my phone? I'll text her. Okay. Cheyenne, um, what do you give it out of five magnolias? Five full steel magnolias, baby. Woo. I really love that movie. It is just. And it's probably also in part because I have seen it so many times when I was younger. Like, we used to have it on VHS, and I would rewind it and watch it, rewind it and watch it. Trauma. And it, speaking (laughs) of VHS, just, like, off topic. Yes. Well, on topic, but veering away. When Jackson and Shelby are in the bathroom, and he's like, that that VHS alone is worth getting married for. I'm like, what a time to be alive. I know. I thought that was a funny one. But as someone who has a VHS player, it is one of my prized possessions. So I love that. But um, it just, the acting is incredible. I did not appreciate it enough. Acting is incredible. The costuming, impeccable. It's just such a beautiful movie. As someone who has like really good friends like that, I think it just is a beautiful reflection of female strength and friendship and something I think that would be really hard to recreate in kind of a modern sphere. So I think it's beautiful. But they tried to do it in 2012, which we'll be back next week with that episode. (laughs) 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 Um, Just kidding. Uh, Maybe. But I also give it five out of five. Um, It is one of my all-time favorite movies. I... Pretty much everything that Cheyenne said, like I can't say anything else about it. <laughs> um, Did yeah? I'm sorry, no. I cut you off. I was just trying to think of other things to say. So good. Timing. Nobody cares about Lauren, Kayla. Yeah, Please I'm just going oh, to Google. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so did, while you were watching, um, cause I think Cheyenne kind of brought up a good point. Did any of your friends like pop into your head and be like, I think of this friend when I see this friend group or this person, you know, th- the part that you mentioned earlier, when Anel starts talking at the funeral, <laughs> <laughs> that made me think of you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Are you such a piece of shit? <laughs> well, remember that time? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I don't know. I think I'm blanking because I'm on the spot. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I do feel like I have good friendships. Maybe I would like to believe on this level. But I don't know. God, what a burn to any friend that's listening right now. But I'm on the spot and feeling nervous. I have lots of friends that oh, I thought of when I, I watched just this. A piece of shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and here is the context because it is very specific. Okay. You ate an arm when I worked at the hospital. <laughs> um. Oh, what a romance novel that would be. Um, when I worked at the hospital. I made, I worked there for three years. It was a super high stress situation. I would spend 12 hours a day with some people because my shifts were 7A to 7P and you just get really close with people. 
And all of my friends from the hospital, I don't work with any of them anymore, but they're my best friends. I still see them constantly. They're the most supportive people in my life. And I know 100% for a fact, if I ever needed anything, any of them would help me. Like they've helped me move. I've spent nights at their house when like when we were without power, I've gone over there. They've given me groceries. They're the type of friends that like just buy things for you when they're out because they think of you. Or if you guys go out for lunch, one of us will pay for the other and we've stopped tallying like who owes who. It's just whoever wants to buy that time. So I just have, I have really, really great friends and I am lucky that I found that as someone who has moved out of state as an adult because I feel like when you're an adult most of your friends are like your friends that you've had since high school and all of my friends are friends I've made as an adult so I think that's special too that sounds really great (laughs) (laughs) I love my friends I have really great friends you do no okay I take it back because I feel like I was on the spot and I couldn't think about people but um I do have friends like that. Like my friend Crystal, I've been friends with her for a really long time. Caleb knows her. We all went to middle school together, although we never talked. Um, but my most cherished memory. <laughs> what the, fuck? the silence. <laughs> um, didn't you guys date for like a day? We did. Oh. I was, of I course, the that. villain of that story. <laughs> the way she tells it, uh, it's not looking good for you. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I do feel that way. I do like I, I hold on. Let me back up. I've been kind of self isolating lately, <laughs> so I feel like uh, <clears throat> sorry. Um, my perspective of life right now is very weird. <laughs> Um, but I do have really good friends that I feel like if I needed anything, they would like pop up. Also, I will say my coworker mm-hmm. Kia, who I've known since I was 19, 100% reminds me of Weezer in every single way. Like she is 100% her and I love it. But Caleb, question back to you. No. Fuck yeah, my as friends. a man. <laughs> uh, I think so. I think if it were just male relationships, I think I do have friends that, um, you know, really kind of embody it there. You know, uh, I think Zach really comes to mind. I think Gunner really comes to mind. What are their last Um, names and social security numbers? So we could just... (laughs) If you don't know it, you're not a real friend. Um, I think the person that most embodies the spirit spirit the spirit of this movie um and it's funny it's kind of a new friend um would be jessa oh, i think jessa yes. is 100% a steel magnolia and just oh, fucking, she's going to love like, this if she <laughs> listens to the episode like, <laughs> <laughs> she's been on before if, <laughs> i uh yeah i that who is who immediately comes yes. to mind she um, is a shelby Oh yeah, minus um, and she, right? <laughs> yes, uh, alive Shelby. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think, ugh, God, I hate to say this on this. It's I do. Be about me. It is. <laughs> I do think if I were dying, Lauren might answer the phone. I would honestly, but, if you called me, I'd be like, "This is a fucking emergency." Because why is he calling? <laughs> no, that thanks. 
<laughs> it's so it's funny because like Lauren and I, oh God. Uh I think we really appreciate each other's humor because we really understand it when a lot of people around us don't always understand yes. it. And I think we really it. see. Uh and so <laughs> so I think um yeah, I th- I consider Lauren a really good friend. Oh, um, I consider I actually... you a really good friend, even though I didn't mention you before. You. <laughs> yeah, get fucked. Oh, yeah, you gave a whole speech. I know, I'm like, Crystal was great. One time Caleb dated her and it was fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Worst day of her life. Yes. Uh, uh, she mentioned it at her wedding. That's how we know it was so bad. <laughs> I was at the bottom and now I'm here. Um no, yeah, I do feel like we really bonded and became really good friends. Oh, nice. uh, <laughs> it's really all awkward. one-sided. Uh, this is beautiful to be a part of. It? Thanks <laughs> for having me here. <laughs> just, I'm just happy to be here. No, okay, I do have to give Caleb credit after he just gave me that speech. Uh, but <laughs> he has been a really good friend. Um, as a lot of you know, I went through a major breakup in 2020. And you were super supportive and super hilarious during that time because uh, I had ended my relationship the day before Thanksgiving. And the on Thanksgiving, he... Uh, I remember. Yeah. Do you remember this? Okay. So for a little backstory, this is semi-sad, <laughs> but when I was sick with COVID, I had asked my, S, my ex to make me bacon and eggs and he said fuck no that's too much work and which like okay it's easy by the way and I had told them that after the breakup and on Thanksgiving Caleb sent the group chat happy Thanksgiving to everyone except the person who thinks that that's too much work or whatever it was way funnier when you said it and it's super awkward to bring up now it was what I was thankful for yes that you're no longer with him yes and it was the comedic relief that I needed in my life at that time because it was the very next day and I was like I hate my life (laughs) so it was great um and everyone offered to help me move um so that was nice That is very sweet. And I think, too, when you talk about especially friendships today, um, like I talked about how different it is now Mm -hmm. that we can text everybody and keep up Instagram friends, like my bookstagram friends, Lauren, that's how we met. Yeah. Um, I have some really great friends I've met through just like love of books on Instagram, but I talk to them constantly. Like Katie with like Murderina Reads, I talk to her all the time. my friend Kim that I've met, like I talk to a lot of my friends and they have my address, like they send me gifts That's and like stuff. That's the best and... part of having internet friends, not yes, in a gift way then. where it's like, I want gifts, but it's like just the yeah. thought that someone like that I haven't met in person that I've connected with online right, is like doing this thoughtful thing. Like that's just... Yeah, it's beautiful. And I think, too, has been really great that I have found a lot of fellow social workers that like to read. So it's like we're bonding not over books, but like our shared profession. Um, And I think that is really cool. Um, I obviously work with a lot of social workers because I am a social worker. But anytime I see one like in the wild, I'm like, this is the coolest shit ever. (laughs) Like people like what I do. They think it's cool. Um, I love that. 
So I have just made, and every time I talk about them with my husband, I'm like, oh, my Instagram friend said the funniest thing today. Like, <laughs> I just have made really great I friends know. on Instagram, which is something really special about, you know, making friendships in a virtual world too. But I have a bone to pick with you, Cheyenne, about that. Because no, I'm, my, I'm a don't you even. I'm such a big fan of you. I'm I, such a big okay. fan of you. You remember my first message I sent you? I was like, I'm a big fan. I love your shit. Okay, but I tried to request you from my personal Instagram account on your personal Instagram account, and I have never gotten an acceptance. <gasps> really? Why? I totally follow Let's you. Let's take a look. Yeah, but I'll Google it. <laughs> from my personal instagram i tried to follow your personal instagram (laughs) wait lauren i'm panicking (laughs) cheyenne did you know that both lauren's book account and her podcast account unfollowed me yeah (gasps) yeah yeah the ratio (laughs) lauren no hag no i'm gonna be honest um part of it is I got so annoyed seeing everyone's posts like three times that I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So I just unfollowed <laughs> everyone who is like my friend where I see them on my personal account. Um, but obviously I kept following them on my personal account. Caleb, that might change soon though. <laughs> um, Cheyenne is panicking right now. <laughs> I am. I, I swear. I also, I never use my personal Instagram account. I like don't even know story. why I still have it. Likely mm-hmm. story. I'm kidding. Has like seven I'm kidding. I really on. don't care. I'm panicked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God. I need you to text me your Instagram handle then. I want to make sure I'm following. I'm going to follow okay. you. All right. I'll never. How do you feel, Lauren? Does it feel good having to ask for followers? (laughs) Does it feel good, Lauren? (laughs) It does when it's someone that I want to follow me in my personal life. (gasps) Get fucked. You follow me. Oh, that wasn't a dragon. (laughs) Eat shit and die. Eat shit and live. (laughs) Can I also? Yes. So, since this is the thruple nobody asked for, uh, by the way, Never mind. I'll ask that later. Um, so one of my favorite movies growing up was The Mummy. So can we do an episode on that? Yeah, let's do oh, it. Oh, baby. You don't, you, we okay. don't have time for the thoughts I have on The Mummy. It'll be a combo mm. of bringing down the house and The Mummy. <laughs> bringing down The Mummy. And contrast the two films. Who did you have the biggest crush on? in the mummy and but okay should we do i don't know because like rachel weiss but also brendan fraser but Benny. also who was the guy that protects it <laughs> no oh, um <laughs> the guy that's part of the society not the the uh library the paints yeah the face yeah paint. yeah he does the face paints yeah, he I don't think it's actually Spider-Man one. Uh... <laughs> you know, he had that booth of the carnival right outside the pyramid of Giza. How do you all feel about um, him. Uh, Rachel Weiss's brother on there? Oh, he kind of looks like um, yeah, a finger. <laughs> oh, I meant as a character. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> not like as a, a romantic like a partner, digit. but <laughs> a digit. <laughs> He kind of looks like a digit. I'm dying. It's so hot. Oh my god. Um, just like as an actor, or what are, how do we? What do you mean? Okay. Just as a um, character, I liked him. I thought he was great. I love him in that. How do you feel about him? I do too. Caleb wants to say controversial. I liked him. something controversial. Oh, oh no! The one, I like did you bring him up like it was a hot topic? I was just curious. <laughs> did, but okay, but have you, Caleb? Have you seen all three? Have you seen Ooh. one, two, and three? I've seen the Mummy, Return of the. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw the Sir, Scorpion King. The Scorpion but I only saw King is once. not so part um, of the Mummy trilogy. The CGI in that is so. Oh wait, yeah, no, the, the, dra- the dragon. It was emperor. the dragon, right? The. Tomb of the Dragon. Okay, did not see the Tomb of the Dragon. I that's the one movie that I will not rewatch. Cool. I even am kind of like, like I really like Return of the Mummy, but like, I don't know. It's uh, it's not the Mummy, right? Like that's going to be hard to replicate. It has its perks, though. I guess I love the um, beginning scene. Or, like, the whole beginning montage, I guess, where, like, the mummies are chasing after them through the streets of London. I think that part is, like, iconic. It's so cool. Um, poor... I've never seen this one. You've never seen The Mummy Returns? What, what the is that? The second one. The second or the second one? Oh, I've seen that one. I thought it was the third one. I don't <laughs> remember. About. I was looking at that man. <laughs> the digit. <laughs> No, the one with the face. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I don't remember. I was like, damn, he was. I cute. don't remember like anything about the third movie. All I remember is that, that Rachel Weiss. Yes, Rachel Weiss wasn't in it. Their son is all grown up and somehow miraculously no longer has the British accent, and that pissed me off. Okay. Like you would not believe. Did they move to America? No. I don't. I, don't, I hate I that don't movie. I've only seen it once, but I own it because I bought the the box set, and I have the book. You got. I it. have the. I have the books. All right. Oh, do you want to read it real quick? No, <laughs> but I will tell you. <laughs> I love how this has turned into an episode about the money. Shout out to my friend Tori who spent sixty dollars on thrift books and bought me the third oh, paperback. This. She sent it to me as a gift because I couldn't find it anywhere. I actually thought I ordered it and I accidentally bought the like junior reader edition that was just like a 10 page oh. picture book and I was like why it's like when I accidentally order did you keep it no I got rid of it but it's like when I accidentally oh. order like travel size toothpaste from my Walmart order I accidentally got the um oh. children's book so she was nice enough to go back and spend 60 dollars and get me the real one so oh that yeah. is nice would you consider her to be a steel magnet? Yes, 100%. Good. <laughs> no, but I didn't know 100%. I love this. Um, do we have any other random things we want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Caleb, do you have a ghost story? <laughs> yeah. Do I have a yeah, ghost story? <laughs> Um, I don't think, 
Well, no, I think I've been ghosted no, before. No, like... I don't know. Like, I get the hint after, like... I'm over one t- you. This is the only ghost story <laughs> I have. Done. I've never fucking... I have not encountered the super... Actually, you know what's fucking funny is my basement... My mom, Well, my mom's basement uh, is fucking haunted. So, here's the thing. Uh, always used to joke about it. One... Wait, I, don't, I can't say his name. Uh, one Ethan whose wedding I officiated. Uh, Why can't you say his name? over there one time. Oh, well, last name. well I don't we don't need to know it. Fucking... Okay, I'll so yeah, Ethan. So... <laughs> nice. Uh, so, like, everybody was convinced my fucking basement's haunted, right? So he was over, and he was sleeping on the couch downstairs, and I was upstairs sleeping in my bed, and he comes up, and it's like, 11 o'clock and he's i'm like what's up dude and he's like i'm gonna go home and i'm like okay what's up (laughs) and uh he's like yeah so we were he was he was laying down there and apparently there was a red solo cup right in front of him and it just knocked over itself and i was like hey i'm gonna fucking come with you uh but i did not go with him uh so that's my ghost story Uh, okay (laughs) i needed more embellishment (laughs) Um, okay. <laughs> Poor Caleb. Uh, so... We're like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I give it a one magnolia Actually, because I have to. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. Was there anything in the cup? <laughs> Is there, was there any ectoplasm? I was going to say, did you have to clean anything up? What was the status? This story does not get better. I'm sorry that being (laughs) put on the fucking spot, I can't spin you a yarn that makes a goddamn sweater, but Jesus Christ. Um, Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Think of one for the next episode. (laughs) In closing, I would just like to say get (laughs) fucked, Lauren. Sorry, I don't have any new ghost stories. I'm sure Cheyenne can think of one. Thanks. <laughs> I don't think no. Was that it? Yeah, that was my yodeling. Um, <laughs> I don't have any ghost stories. I barely had any last time we talked to. I've. You had so I, many. I feel like we talked about ghosts forever. I, see, I love ghosts. I'll talk about ghosts till the cows come home. But I have never had like a personal paranormal experience, which is oh. depressing. I don't want to be possessed or anything, but like I want to see something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Would you ever go, okay, say that um, the ID channel, they make a ghost show where they take just like random people off the street to go spend the night in a haunted house and do ghost hunting. Would you do it? Alone? No. Yes, like you can't b- bring a friend I wouldn't or anything. Do it alone. They give you the I do it alone. okay. No. Maybe you go with the host of the show. Yes. Would you do that? Yeah, I would. Okay, Caleb, would you? I don't know. Is there some romance bubbling between me and the host? <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. A little uh, hide the pickle. <laughs> uh, yeah, hide the digit. Um, no secret skin. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the password? Uh, so. <laughs> You know when people, you know when people do uh, 
like podcast episodes or TV shows or whatever where they play portions of like exorcisms yes. and people say that their audio cuts out. Like that's what's going to happen every time you guys say secret skin. The audio. Oh my God, you said it. No! <laughs> no, <laughs> edit that what out I'll do is I'll listeners. get, first of all, I'm too lazy to do any of that, but I could if I wanted to just like do a sound bite of you saying it and just play it 10 times at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, maybe it'll be a surprise. <laughs> I can't guarantee that at all. <laughs> I hope I hope your laziness shines through and you don't do that. <laughs> um, we'll see. My eyes just gonna pick. Um, I would not do it. I can't sleep anywhere that's not my house, especially a haunted house. Fair. And I gotta be awake. Fair. No. Once the sun starts <laughs> setting, I, I am in the house. I'm not out. Oh yeah, I I can yeah. relate to that. I'm in pajamas at yeah. 5 p.m. Yeah, so I get it. So I couldn't do it unless they paid me. I mean, obviously, I guess if it's a show, they probably pay you. Um, if you could ask a ghost anything, what would you ask them? It could be any ghost. <laughs> What's the afterlife like? Oh, I like that. What is? And then they're probably like, I don't <laughs> fucking know because oh, I'm still true. here. Like you're talking to me, <laughs> Caleb. What would you ask? You insensitive hack. <laughs> um, I would probably ask them when you crack an egg and it's <laughs> what's the best method? I don't know what I'd ask a ghost. Uh I actually don't believe in ghosts. So uh I know I don't I think when we die, that's it. So That is the hottest hot take of this whole episode. And I Here's the crazy thing. And as someone who loves, I love paranormal stuff. I love true crime. So I think about the way that those two intermix all the time. And I am an atheist. I do not believe in anything. Um, Or I guess I more identify as agnostic. I don't know what necessarily I believe in, but I kind of don't believe in anything. Um, And I feel the same exact way. I had one of my friends tell me, well, like, Cheyenne, do you remember what it was like before you were born? And I was like, well, obviously not. And he's like, that's what I think it's like when you die. And I honestly think that's what it's like when you die. But also at the same time, I do believe in ghosts. Like, I feel like there's too much, like, crazy things that have gone on that, like, videotape, audiotape, all those sorts of things that it just seems weird to just dismiss it and say that none, all of it is faked or what have you. But then it gets tricky because if I don't believe in anything, yeah. how are ghosts here? So, like, the, I feel like those are just things, obviously, that no one is ever going to have the answer to. Um, but it gets as someone who, like I said, likes paranormal and likes yeah. true crime. I think about those things all the time. It's why I take anxiety meds. <laughs> I really love that. I am similar, oh but I do feel like... When I think of ghosts and stuff like that, it's more of, like, energy rather than, like, a spirit. Although I guess that could translate to a spirit as well. Because I think even if – I don't know. I think that can impact, like, hauntings and stuff like that. So I don't know what I believe in afterlife-wise. I think I'm with you, Cheyenne, where it's, like, I think I'm just going to, like, peace out and then that's it. (laughs) Um, And I'm okay with that. But I I 100% believe in, like, 
ghosts and things like that. And I do think some of them are just like coasting along. And I think some of them want something and that's why they're still here or mm-hmm. why it's there. What were you going to say, Caleb? <laughs> I don't You gasped. Does that help? No, I do that a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Poor you. Gasp. (laughs) No, I don't remember. I'm sorry. It's okay. Just everyone's disappointed I I posed a a hard question. You did. It is. It's like that thing where people like, if you believe in like god then you have to believe in the devil because you can't really have one without yeah. the other and where do you draw the line and those sorts of things that will the things that we'll never have answers to are the things that bother me the most i guess oh. um like when i think about all of the unsolved murders and like like you know the big cases like jean benet ramsey yeah. and the big ones where everybody wants to know what it? happened I, i'm not gonna slander people why they don't listen to my podcast her brother brother. her her brother did it (laughs) okay i want Um, i'm with you you should come to colorado and go to the house (laughs) (laughs) but i just think like i would love it where like after we died we like went somewhere and they just debriefed us on all of life life's mysteries the fbi and you just yeah you could figure out whether you were right or not um i I guess that doesn't happen i really don't know what but what is more frightening like dying or living forever because living i think forever both, i can't keep uh, doing this it's been 90 degrees all week <laughs> <laughs> like ew i can't even imagine how hot it's gonna be in 100 years <laughs> we're not even gonna be around in 100 years not even just us but like people the planet. in general that's another okay but what if the planet disintegrated thing? and you could still live Ugh. what <laughs> Just okay. float in space? Oh my god, are there aliens? <laughs> what do they look like? Are they hot? <laughs> I hope they're bipedal at the very least. Good god, give me something on two legs. I never thought about that. Oh. How many legs? Okay, well, do you believe in aliens? Oh yeah, the universe is way too big for us to just like be the only ones like hey what if ghosts are actually just invisible aliens coming to visit us to gain intel so they could go back to their planet more fucking no (laughs) they don't want we are the worst they're like these people are idiots we're like the reality tv show that might actually back up the ghost thing because what if they're like they're dumb let's go mess with them because they believe in this thing (laughs) and then they built the pyramids on their way out yeah that adds up and there was a carnival (laughs) and at that carnival and then play the mummy episode roll the tape (laughs) that's the next one um okay well i think i don't have anything else weird to talk about today um cheyenne where can people find you if you want to be found yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm not going to give anyone my personal, not even Lauren. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but my my book Instagram, Clearly. if you want to talk about hot aliens and existential crises, is Read with Shy. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I'll sign up. Caleb. Oh. Okay, well, Caleb does that. <laughs> I'll talk about mine. Um, if you want 
Wait, um, mine was really funny. Okay. Like, and it's not. Well, but you were gonna go after go ahead. me. Ask, me. Ask me the question. Okay, Caleb. Oh, okay. Go ahead. No, no. Oh God, I'm just gonna end the episode. Not even plug my own handle. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Um, if you guys want to find me, you can find me at Swapping Horror Stories Pod on Instagram, or I have a second account um, at X99 Fear Street, where I do live Instagram readings of Fear Street books. Um, and RL Stein has DM'd me, so my life has peaked. <laughs> um, oh, did he really? He did. Um, so the bookables on Instagram, she had made me this bookmark of R.L. Stein. I custom ordered it. <laughs> um, and I've posted it before and she's posted it before, but I put it on my story. A bunch of people asked me where it was from. And so I posted it again and I tagged him and her shop mm-hmm. and he did just message me and say, love it. And then he messaged her and he bought 20 of them. Oh my god, that's so I know. awesome! I'm an influencer. Look at you. Oh. Um, I influenced a man to buy a bookmark of himself. I wonder what his zodiac <laughs> sign is. Um, <laughs> Caleb, where can people find you if you want to be found? So usually I would go on like ten minutes talking about how I haven't streamed, uh, but I plan on streaming again. But if you want to find me, you can find me. Oh, shit. What is it? Uh, I think it's at Spaghetti Hands (laughs) on Peloton. Oh. Cheyenne does Peloton, don't you? Do you really? I used to, but we bought one of those. um, Oh, shit. What's it called? The Tonals. I bought one of those so bad. Yes, it's great. So so I use that now. What's the difference? I will get fucked. Uh... (laughs) The... Peloton's just the bike, but okay. the tonal is like a big flat screen that you hook to your oh. wall, and it has the retractable arms that like has the electronic weights for you. I love that. I've seen ads. It's of super, that. yeah, it's super great. We're in the future. Um, what's your Peloton account, Caleb? <laughs> spaghetti hands. Ninety-one, or is it just spaghetti hands? Uh, spaghetti hands was not taken yet, so I got to oh, be the, the first one and only. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. And in case anyone is on the edge of their seat, R.L. Stein is a Libra. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna look at his whole chart later. <laughs> I, I bet nothing he's else not going as much as a piece of shit as James Patterson. So, oh, let's hold on we before we leave. Let's see what James Patterson's uh, thing is. He did release a statement when I googled it earlier, um, saying that he, I don't know. He was just like, we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Too late. It happened. Too little, too late, sir. Oh, he's an Aries. I usually like Aries. Noodles and Aries. Aries. (laughs) (laughs) And my friend Crystal was an Aries. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thank you for everyone (laughs) joining on this ride. I feel like we talked about a lot in an hour and a half. Um, I mean, I feel like our episodes are always off the rails, but today was a special kind of... It was. This was really fun. Unhinged. Yeah, (laughs) honestly. But I'm glad. Okay, well, goodbye. I hope everyone liked this. (laughs) Secret skin. Secret skin. Secret skin.